Hey, this is Dee Mortimer, one of your co-hosts of Girly Mags. We just wanted to take a moment at the top of this episode to express our solidarity with Black Lives Matter and point you in the direction of some resources that have been helpful to us and may also be helpful to you as well. We have a number of resources linked at the, to the Girly Mags website, which you can find in our Instagram bio, and we highly recommend blacklivesmatter.com as your starting point. They have a wealth of information that they have kindly made available to all of us, and we should definitely be checking it out. If you're able, please consider donating to any number of supports that are currently in place to help Black and Indigenous people right now. If you are unable to donate at this time, please consider any other actions that you can take to show your own solidarity. Support Black, Indigenous, and POC small businesses where you can. Call and write in your re re call and write your representatives and make sure your voice is heard in this fight for Black justice and liberation. And if you're looking for other podcasts to listen to at this time, you can check out shows like Code Switch by NPR, Still Processing with Wesley Morris and Jenna Wortham, and Secret Life of Canada by CPC Podcasts with hosts Fallon Johnson and Leah Simone Bowen. Also, Google is your friend, and there is so much education out there right now that you can go and find out for yourselves. Please do. Do the work, and now here's some stupidness. <laughs> by Weezer. Beverly Hills I by Weezer. that song. It was filmed at the Playboy Mansion and apparently was inspired when Rivers Como saw a picture of Wilson Phillips at the Hollywood Bowl. Wilson Phillips, the the trio of yeah. women singers? Yeah. What was their song? Mm. What do I look like? The big, D, what was the big Wilson <laughs> Phillips song? What? Wilson Phillips, what was their big song? Hold On? That's All right. All right. <laughs> I love that song. <laughs> so we are back. The sun is shining. The drinks are flowing. And we've it's got a, a scorcher out there today. Yeah, it's fucking hot. And we've got a super special guest all the way from Beverly Hills, or in LA at least. And we are going to relive the worst year for fashion with this very scandalous issue of J14, January 2006. So put on those pleated denim mini skirts, arm warmers, and pointy toed kitten heels. And shake that Laffy Taffy all the way back to this weird fucking time in history. <laughs> so my that whole year really that whole year really was like fucking weird, dude. The fashion <laughs> is horrendous. Like I'm pretty I, sure I got my first pair of skinny jeans that year. <laughs> <laughs> I'm pretty sure I was fucking wearing the, that exact outfit I just described in a club and thought I was super hot. And looking back, I'm like, oh, oh delete, delete MySpace photos. I was in my fifth year of a fourth year, four year degree. <laughs> Did you let it good? My name's Andrea Johns, and yesterday I got in a fucking bike accident. So now I look yeah. like Rocky Dennis for our guest, and I have a band aid on my face like Nelly, except I'm not a piece of shit, <laughs> mostly. Uh, and also, I wouldn't recommend getting stoned after falling on your head because I did that yesterday, and then I was like, do I have a concussion or am I just high? And then I started getting really <laughs> paranoid. And I was like, fuck. What did um, Nelly do? No. Nope. Is he canceled? Yeah, Nelly's an assaulter. He's I can't. Piece of oh. shit. You just, <laughs> there yeah. always are. You just got to look up every single person I mentioned before. You um, literally have you literally have to Google every single person to make sure they're not like completely canceled. Like I just I do that. That's automatic for me now. I think most men who got famous before 2016 you have to just give them a quick Google. yeah every time i post someone on instagram i do a quick google i'm like oh 
Didn't know that. Google their, Google their name, Google controversy. <laughs> like, look it up, right. just be prepared. <laughs> when you said 2006, I wasn't even sure if you were talking about Nelly or Nelly Furtado. I was like, wait. Like, <laughs> Why is Nelly canceled? <laughs> what Nelly? I don't know. There's so many Nellies out there. Yeah. We need to, we need to make sure. Poor, poor Nelly two. Furtado. She's just talking about her, singing about her fucking birds. So I we know. We have to make exactly. sure we're separating. We don't want her to get framed. <laughs> Um, so yeah, we have Nikki fucking Paris joining us on this Hi, little everybody. fun journey. And Nikki Hi, as <laughs> one of the comics featured on Audible's 2020 Pride special for this epic coming out story and performance on the acclaimed Don't Tell My Mother show, where he performed with Terry Hatcher, Bobby Burke, Betty Who, and Kate McKinnon, Terry Hatcher, oh Lance Bass. Shit. Love Lance. Uh, yeah, I was at I was at a party with Lance a couple months ago, and I stepped on his foot. How embarrassing is that? <laughs> oh. and, and can I tell you, there's a few celebrities now that I've stepped. I, in my head, I like to think I'm like a Thumbelina, but I'm really <laughs> yeah. more, I'm, I'm more of a Hagrid because I I'm very clunky and I wear Timberlands and it looks like I just wear clogs. And um, one time I almost your New York is showing. Oh, a hundred percent. Just wait till I start cursing. Wearing Timberlands uh, yeah, in L.A. <laughs> I, but I, I had to stop wearing them because people judge me too much. But you know what? Fuck it. Can uh, I curse? Is yeah, it too late? Curse. Oh, sorry. I should really wear a muzzle before I start this. But yeah, Lance Bass and Nicole Scherzinger are two of the celebrities who have fallen, let's say, a victim to my big feet. Oh. <laughs> in two separate instances. I have a Nicole Scherzinger fact for a later song that's going to come up. Nicole, funny fact about Nicole Scherzinger, she was the only acceptable part of the Dirty Dancing remake. She's the only one I liked. Hey, my name is James Holler, a.k.a. Marilyn Mansplain, a.k.a. Karen Mark Marin, a.k.a. Sassy Ira Glassy. And uh, we're still in quarantine. We're still recording remotely. Even though they expanded, you can have 10 people in your circle now, 10 people gatherings, mm -hmm. and also 10 people that are you keep that uh, you can hug and kiss. Oh. Ten people? <laughs> Who am I? Roberto Benini at the 71st <laughs> Academy Awards? I want to kiss everybody. I would like to be uh, uh, Jupiter and kidnap everybody and lie down in the firmament making love with everybody. <laughs> that was a reference that no one will get. I wrote that down at... I got it. <gasps> I got it. At 6.33 in the morning. Sometimes I have trouble when I don't think of anything to work on. And like I've tried, I worry about it. I woke up 6:30, wrote that in my notes app, slept like a baby, with that dynamite 1999 reference. Are you Italian? Nope, Croatian. Oh, just, okay. Just because from the chain and everything, you look like you own like a, a chain of pizzerias or something. Very, you look like a pizza mafia boss. I was impressed. I was like, wait a second, is he gonna serve Zeppelis any second? What's gonna happen? I'm going for Eastern European used car salesman. <laughs> Working. You look amazing, first of all. Thank you. Thanks for, thanks for dressing up for us today. I yeah, wish I've been, I did. I've been drinking too much and haven't exercised in six months. And for <laughs> no. those of you doing the math at home, it's only been quarantined for three months. No, I'm with you. I haven't seen my dick since Christmas. It's been... It's been hard. <laughs> very, yeah. very depressing. Andrew hasn't seen my dick since last Christmas. <laughs> We've been in a we're in a very long term relationship. It's not as frequent How as it used to be. How can we change that? Right. How can we change? It? Maybe by Fourth of July. Maybe if I do a fucking sit up every now and then. <laughs> I haven't seen I 
seen anybody's dick unless it's been on my TV screen through my subscription <laughs> to Cocky Boys. So. Ooh, ooh. But it's good, at least it's distance. Having sex seems so great sometimes, and then like you actually like have to face the music at a moment and actually go through with it. And you're like, yeah. oh my God, this is horrible. You know what I mean? I'm like you know sweating, I, I look can't... like little Richard. Very, I have a very unfuckable apartment because I don't have AC and I'm on the top floor. Oh, so yeah. that is just hot and gross and sweaty, and I don't have any time for it. When I was single, all. I would fuck people just because they had AC and be like, "Can I stay the night?" <laughs> <laughs> just for comfort. Yeah, just for the comfort <laughs> level. I appreciate that about you, Andrea. Yeah, uh, honestly, that's very resourceful. Now I'm gonna have to start fucking people with the car. (laughs) (laughs) Nikki's car got stolen. So if you guys are on the lookout, look for a. Yeah, describe your car. Yeah, describe your car. We have listeners in LA. This is gonna be a better service than the LAPD. Yeah. I know a lot of people watching may think I'm Rachel Maddow, but I'm actually Nikki Paris, a comedian, (laughs) and um. I only drive a Jeep. I need to work a little harder. But, um, you know, it, it's not a great car, but I do a lot of wholesome singing in it. So I feel yeah. like if it does get returned, like I'm not going to be able to sing through the next to normal or sound the music soundtrack the same way. I feel like it's uh-huh. going to be ruined and they took that from me. But, you know, it could be worse. You know, I could be ugly. So <laughs> anything, I mean, and trust me, these days, there's a ring light on me. You don't know what I had to do to be on this show today. I'm so excited to be here. So I want to thank the three of you for giving me an escape for an hour. Yay, thank Amazing. you for coming. We're so My pumped. paleness we is were blending into the wall behind me, the white wall behind me. What happened? Your tail is hitting the wall behind My you? My paleness is blending into the white oh. wall behind me. No, you look nice. Sure, I could see that you might have a cyst through your skin, but you look great. No. I got a fucking huge ass nasty scar on my on my shoulder. Let's go back to January 2006. I just introduced myself. Oh, sorry, oh, D. Sorry, D. We forgot how the show worked. Sorry, worked. D. Um, I got really D. into it. My name is D Mortimer, and I just turned 38. Happy Two belated days. birthday! Yeah, so I just turned 38, uh, and yeah, it's. That's all. That's it. It's really weird. It's really weird having a birthday in the middle of like quarantine. Like I felt weird about it. And then I realized I just did the exact same thing I did last year for my birthday where I just stayed in and I didn't do anything. It's a fantastic excuse for having an underattended party like I have every other year. That's yeah. like, hey, could only have 10 people. And then like three show up. I went down. Well, I went over and I had dinner at my brother's place, but I spent my actual birthday. Um, I went, I took my dog over to the wine rack. I picked out some fucking champagne and I drank champagne and talked to my dog like it was a human. Oh, like she was a human Jamie! being. So, I'd rather yeah. spend my birthday with a dog than 90% of my friends. So, exactly. Exactly. You're not in that 90%. So, so don't worry. <laughs> <laughs> All right. We're going to take you back to this month in history. We're going to tell you what was going on when this. J-14 was released in January 2006, to give you some context. On January 20th, uh, the TV movie High School Musical was released, starring Zac Efron and epidemiologist Vanessa Hudgens. (laughs) She, uh, last month, uh, while rambling about a postponed London trip, Vanessa said in like a YouTube, uh, Instagram, I don't know, TikTok, is she that young? (laughs) Video, I'm sorry, but, like, it's a virus. I get it. Like, I respect it, but this fucking fan. <laughs> His but papers sa- are flying everywhere. But at the same time, like, 
even if everybody gets it, like, yeah, people are going to die, which is terrible, but, like, inevitable? <laughs> Posted that rant on social media. No. You should work for the CDC. I have a note here. <laughs> Joke, something, something, social media distancing. <laughs> Dynamite material, bro. I know. You know you're professional when you don't even write out the whole thing. In Canada news, after losing the federal election to Stephen Harper, Paul Martin resigns as leader of the Liberal Party. My cousin, my grandma's yeah, first cousin. uses this excuse any time to tell people that he's related to Paul Martin, which no one cares about, not even in Canada. No. Never met him, Martin, never helped me. Paul Martin is about as useless as a pile of rocks. It's like, <laughs> fuck, man. He was a pretty good finance minister. <laughs> Shut up, D. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> he's about as useful. He's about as useful as a pile of Vanessa Hudgens. <laughs> yeah, right. <laughs> uh, on January thirty first, uh, Supreme Court Justice Sandra Day O'Connor retires and is replaced by Samuel Alito. So this is boring. I'll give you the cliff notes. Pro, she was a woman. Uh, she was okay with abortion. Con, she was a big fan of the systemic racist structure of the justice system. Boo! Political science degree. <laughs> In movies, uh, it's the 63rd Global Golden Globes happened. It was a landslide for films concerning LGBTQ. Okay, I'm gonna. This is the. I printed out the extra woke version of this. Anyone want to give it a shot? The whole thing. LG, LGBTQ2SIA plus. Uh, but there's probably more. This one doesn't have a plus. It's LGBTQQIP2SAA. That's two spirit. Asexual. Right. What's the last A? Abstinent? No, that can't be. Abstin ally. <laughs> I think it's usually ally. Ew. Right, yeah. ally. Ew. Don't give allies like the. Don't put them I've on the official. I've never liked it. I've never liked it. Like, who I've, needs that? I've, like, I need to be included just because what? I'm not filled with hate in my heart? <laughs> yeah, no. By the I, way, happy I'm doing Pride. Such a good job. Happy yeah. Pride Month, everyone. And it's Father's Day today, so. Zaddies, if you're out there, wow. Oh, remind me to call my dad later. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so anyway, it was a landslide for films of the Golden Globes concerning LGBTQ plus issues. Philip Seymour Hoffman won for playing a gay man, Capote. Rip, love him. Felicity Huffman won, boo, for playing a trans woman in Trans America. Ew, and boo. Broke, in jail. And Brokeback Mountain won for Best Woo! Picture. So a round of applause for all the straight white people involved. <laughs> yeah, no shit. They're the, they put the last A in that LGBTQAA. <laughs> Great job for representation by straight white yeah. people. White people are the worst. <laughs> yeah. Sorry. Literally. No, I fully think I'm the worst. This is, <laughs> this is, this is back when we gave like straight white people like so much credit for being so brave to like steal a role from actual well, it's people like in, in was those it, roles. Was it Charlotte? Or no, Scarlett Johansson that was going to play a trans woman and everyone was like, that's stupid. Like, why don't you just cast a trans person? And she was like, well, I'm the most qualified for the role. Yeah. Jeffrey Tambor what really put the nail work. in that coffin yeah. of being like, maybe this we shouldn't hire creeps to yeah. play trans people. Exactly. Uh, in music, this is a great uh, month for uh, plastic glasses and scarf wearers. <laughs> uh, Cat Power came out with the greatest. Arctic Monkeys came out with their first album. Jenny Lewis came out with the first solo album. Strokes released okay. First Impressions of Earth. No one cares. <laughs> and, uh, all right, uh, January 14th, last thing. Got a burp, sorry. <laughs> Eminem remarries ex-wife Kim after five years of separation. Uh, how, 
Oh, how long did that last? <laughs> Even after in songs, he repeatedly called her a bitch and fantasized about violently murdering her. I know. Who says love is dead? That's so the type of romance romantic. I need. <laughs> the couple divorced three months later. <laughs> and that's the month. Woo! Fucking shocker. Who, if those two kids can't make it, what hope is there for the rest of us? Yeah. Honestly, if somebody doesn't want to murder me, like, is the love even real? Like, that's <laughs> how I know it's authentic. Occasionally, <laughs> the desire to kill yeah. someone has to go back. I listen to a lot of true crime podcasts, and I told James the other day that I could totally get away with the perfect murder. Don't threaten me with a good time. <laughs> this fucking life. So that's shitty ass Canadian Nickelback, the worst song ever. Actually, no, all of their songs are really fucking horrible. Can I confess that I kind of like this is how you remind me, and I'm not sure if it's ironically. I'm breaking up with you. I've heard it so many times. <laughs> it's just kind of fun to listen. Like, Welcome to Dumpsville, Population You. Oh, pal. we're so edgy and cool. We're <laughs> hating on Nickelback. What what contrarians we are. So for D will love this because she loves murder and mayhem. Actually, I do too. Like true crime. I already shit. know what you're going to say. Yeah. I know what you're going to say. So Canada had this really prolific serial killer, Robert Pickton, the pig farmer. I don't know if you ever heard of him and his horrific crimes. But Nickelback actually played at... His the infamous piggy palace. piggy palace, which was like this this farm that he had where he buried all these people and fed them to his pigs. But they played yeah. at like a rave there. I don't know who raves to Nickelback, but it's Canada. It's weird. Well, you know what? It was a bunch of fucking like, it was a bunch posers. of like, you know, off, off duty cops and bikers, hell's angels. It was a whole messy situation. A lot of crime went down there. And Nickelback played. After a Nickelback concert, you might be praying for death. It'd <laughs> <laughs> be a sweet release. Yikes. Totally yes. embarrassing moments. All right, guys. So I am so excited to share this next moment from totally embarrassing moments. And we have a little tale from Jane. And her story says, I made a total boob of myself. She already sounds lame. Just who refers <laughs> yeah. to themselves as a, a boob. I mean, really. I mean, you know, she has, you know, while she's writing this, she has braces. All right. <laughs> yeah. So... My friend Casey's older brother James is the, is the hottest guy in our school. When he threw a huge New Year's Eve party, I scored an invite. I spent days planning my outfit and decided on a cute mini skirt and fitted white sweater. I even bought a new push-up bra. I was going to look hot, and James would notice me. As I was leaving for the party, I realized I'd forgotten to paint my nails, so I quickly swiped on a coat of red polish in the car. As we pulled in, I checked my hair and adjusted my super uncomfortable looking bra. I felt like a movie star at the premiere. All eyes were on me and my tight sweater. But when I finally found Casey, she screamed, Jane, what happened to you? Everyone started to laugh. I took a glance in the mirror and saw a bright red fingerprints on my boobs. I had just, just, I had just adjusted my bra before my nails had dried. My ego was deflated from movie star to plain Jane. I met a resolution. I made a resolution to never get so wrapped up in my appearance ever again. The outcome, the outcome could just be too ugly. So it's safe to say that Jane's now in prison. <laughs> I've seen enough Lifetime movies that Jane is like that fucking piggy farmer that you guys are just talking about. Jane is totally burying people with a skillet. I don't trust her. Hey, Jane. 
Maybe 18 is a little too early to stop, to give up putting in effort. Because <laughs> one how time old was, went how wrong. Old was Jane? She did, it how didn't old say was... her name, but J14 tends to be like pretty young, like 13, 14. It's young. Yeah. I think, I think if Jane, if Jane is either, is one of two things. She's either in jail right now, or she got into a pregnancy pact with her friends. <laughs> oh, 100%. <laughs> or and both. somebody was murdered or in both. that pact. Yes. What's a pregnancy pact? I don't have any, I don't have any 35 year old. It was, if you look it up, they made like a couple of lifetime movies about it, but it was basically these like high school girls who got together and pulled and made a pact to all get pregnant together. And basically like, it was, it was in the news. It was actually like legit a true story that they just like. It was before Teen Mom. Yeah. It was before Teen Mom. There was no glory in it. They were just whores. Yeah. (laughs) They were teenage girls who all wanted to get pregnant at the same time. Yeah, because, what a horrible yeah. idea. Because one of them was like a Svengali who got pregnant as a teen and didn't want to be the only one. She's like, hey, guys, you know what would be fun? If you all got knocked up. Yeah. Jane Jane in this J14 was like patient zero and got all of her other friends pregnant so that she wouldn't have to be the only teen mom in we're that school. Drawing, we're make, drawing these conclusions from she accidentally got nail polish all over her tits and we're drawing from, we're going all the way to her being in jail. Well, she looks like a serial killer in this picture. That's not an accurate drawing. She also looks a lot like Steven Tyler and Janet. She does. <laughs> I want to know who gave Jane the confidence to think that she's so hot. I blame her parents. I'm not sure this J14 cartoon is like to the level of accuracy of, a, like cor- a, police of a courtroom drawing. I think they're just drawing the cartoon. I want to see what Jane looks like now. Yeah. I also love that Pull she's up like her profile on match.com. <laughs> I yeah. feel like a celebrity in my mini skirt and fitted white sweater. Like, I mean, it was 2006. People did wear shitty clothes on the red carpet. So I'm not like blaming her, but I don't know. She's wearing a I, bandana. I read that. <laughs> That's yeah. a drawing. It's not necessarily her. <laughs> But I read her description, and you know what I thought? Where is her mother? <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> Do you have any embarrassing moments from when you were a teen? Yeah, same. My whole 27 years of life, I honestly wish that <laughs> could have just been erased. Yeah, I actually have – it actually kind of applies because I have a story on this Audible special that just came out um, that I, I cut school. I was in high school. I was in my senior production of Peter Pan. And I, in case nobody knew I was gay then, and I cut school, I cut school to go drink, and I was dumb enough to go back to the school drunk for the dress rehearsal. Oh so who was there that day? The assistant principal. Oh my so god! She called all of our parents. It was the night before the show, and my mom made me drop out the oh night before no! the show. No, your mom is a hard ass Italian. So how did I get back at her? I came out of the closet. <laughs> And, and the worst part of the story, it wasn't even that I wasn't able to be in the show. The girl who played the kangaroo couldn't see out of her mask, <laughs> fell off the stage, and broke both of her legs. And I missed it. I missed it. I will have to live my life saying that I wasn't there to see that moment. So that's what really hurt. What? Where was there a kangaroo in Peter Pan? It, I, I, it's so embarrassing that I'm able to answer this question so quickly. In Neverland, it, it's the second act. <laughs> oh my in, God. It's to see what all the lost boys and all the weird fucking animals. I mean, I don't know. Yeah. I have no luck, by the way. I hate Peter Pan. All these girls, you know, they're like, oh, who would you be, be? Who would be your Disney prince? For me, it'd be Captain Hook, and he'd like to finger bang. I have no <laughs> luck with men. Zero. <laughs> Very sad. So that's one of the embarrassing. For your anniversary, you can use the peg leg. <laughs> yes. Switch it up, James. Switch it up. 
I used to have really inappropriate thoughts about A, Jafar from Aladdin, <gasps> and B, fucking Scar from Lion King, who was a lion, Ooh. but I was weirdly yeah. into him. You're ahead of your time. I used to have weird thoughts in uh, Lion King, that moment when uh, uh, Simba and Nala are wrestling, then she rolls over and gives them the fuck me eyes. Yeah, yeah. That's, that yeah. was a weird, sexy moment in a children's cartoon. <laughs> That's that's yeah. when James got his first boner. Yes. That getting, I'm old. I was getting boners way before that. Yeah, I actually know James's first boner story when he watched Cold Hearted Snake. It was Cher. It was Cher. Cher, turn back time. I was getting both. I didn't just like discover my boner and start wanking right away. <laughs> it was development process. That was that was early in the boner process. I went me, from. I, I honestly. <laughs> I went. When it came when it came to me, I went from zero to like riding the couch couch cushions in like two seconds. <laughs> two seconds. <laughs> when I discovered when I discovered what that felt like, I there was no yeah. couch unturned. And I, that's like, why Italian moms keep plastic on the couch. <laughs> yeah. Exactly. <laughs> Check it out. Oh, it's so bad. It is literally the stupidest fucking song. Have you heard the kids bop version? It's a jam. So this song actually sparked controversy um, because of its title and lyrics, which center on a woman who uses her breasts and buttocks to accomplish her goals. Um, of course, just use your breasts and like, use everything at your disposal to accomplish your goals. Use your <laughs> breasts and ass to get what you want. <laughs> <laughs> Apparently, Alanis Morissette covered my humps, and I am 100% not going to listen to it. But if oh, you guys... dude, you should! It's a fucking gift to the world. You True. should absolutely listen to it. Okay. Yeah, it's great. Could okay. we get it's someone amazing. with some actual curves to cover this song, perhaps? <laughs> <laughs> okay, so this segment is the truth or dare segment, and most of the dares are pretty lame. Like J14 is a very like teen mag, so it's very like skewed to like 12 to like 14 year olds. So the dares are pretty lame, and the truths are even worse. So I just like clicked on the little celebrity one. You should go into advertising. <laughs> this segment's gonna suck. Don't so keep no, listening. So no, there was there was one little thing. With Jessica Alba said that she this was on the page that she showed up to present an award at last year's Video Music Awards and discovered that parts of her dress were see through in the sunlight. I didn't wear anything tight, so I thought, oh, this dress is fine. I'll be a bit more conservative. But then the wind blew the top up. The underneath was completely see through, and it was so embarrassing. I'll tell you what's more embarrassing than that. Her extreme penchant for wearing dresses over jeans in 2006. Like she. Oh, yeah. Every Cute. single fucking photo of her from the 2000s is her wearing dresses over jeans. And it's fucking yeah. awful. Like the worst fashion you can fucking think of. It is not a good look. I and I I hold a lot of hostility in my heart towards <laughs> celebrities for making me think that dresses over jeans were a good look because I used to rock that look. <laughs> we all and did, now right? I look back at photos of myself and I'm like, and I just hate the people that told me to do it. <laughs> With a chunky white belt and the dress is like angular on one side. It, it's Everything in the yeah. 2000s was baggy in all the wrong places. Baggy in all the wrong places, the title of my body memoir. <laughs> the title of my sex tape. 
<laughs> okay, so this is a truth or dare segment. Um, since we're all the title of my bowl. Ew. <laughs> oh my god. So we can't. You really, you really, you really are like aiming for a breakup. <laughs> I don't have baggy balls. <laughs> Good to know. Oh. So there's truth or dare. The dares like we're not going to do because obviously we're not in person, so we can't do them. But we do have some truths. So I'm going to ask you guys, and anyone can answer. What would be in your web history that you'd be embarrassed if someone saw? I'll go first if you want. Lauren and I, Lauren, who used to be on the show, have this like running joke about Shrek porn. And <laughs> I like. On what porn? Shrek. What porn? Like Shrek and Fiona. Shrek? Okay. Yeah. And she was like, she said something about, I think she, so she sent me something about Shrek. And then I started seeing all these like wish ads. You know how like Facebook does that and listens to you and starts showing you all the shit? And like sexy Shrek. And I was like, I guarantee you there's Shrek porn. So I looked it up on my work computer. And I'm like, they're so when I get my computer back and I'm gonna have to like wipe, I'm gonna have to like throw out my hard drive because I don't want anybody to see that and think that I'm watching Shrek porn. Cause I'm not. I'm gonna have, I am literally going to get a medic alert plate bracelet made for myself that says delete my browser history. Yeah, we don't need a D's <laughs> browser I'm history. <laughs> what about you, Nikki? Do you have any embarrassing search histories? I mean, I feel like in the last 24 hours, I was searching hot male celebrities in 2016. I mean, <laughs> 2006. Or cute teen celebrities in 2006. <laughs> any minute. But it was really just research for this show. And that's what you'll tell the FBI. <laughs> yeah. Right. And they're going to be like, that's what R. Kelly said. <laughs> True. I do a lot of, like, um, like, skincare, which I think is embarrassing. Like, how to make, like at home like exfoliators like that's pretty embarrassing i don't think that's embarrassing at all yeah you have great skin i literally the last the last the last search term i have in my computer is cock docking (laughs) (laughs) the bar so high with shrek porn how do i even cock docking that's how you do that cock docking what is it look it up it's a thing i don't trust your search terms d is that where you expand your urethra so much through ballpoint pens? Oh, no, that's sounding. Yeah, but I thought um, it was like it was like you expand your urethra so much through ballpoint pens that eventually you become no. like the monster from uh, Little Shop of Horrors, and you can actually swallow another man's no. penis. Cock docking is when you have one guy that's uncut, uncircumcised, and then you have at least so one, at least one of them is uncircumcised, and then the other guy puts the tip of his penis into the <laughs> foreskin and then they jerk off and like come that way. These are resident pervert, Nikki. I hope this know. is the episode my mom decides to start listening. <laughs> I could smell that odor from here. <laughs> Some people just have too much time on their hands. I'm not, I, I looked, I was curious. I looked it up. It's not for me. Um, I'm not into it, but I did look it up because somebody told me about it and I was like, that doesn't sound like it's anatomically possible, but it fucking is. But okay, stretching your foreskin over someone, the head of someone else's penis, Jesus Christ, uh, that doesn't add anything else to the experience. It's almost like it's nothing. Oh, these dudes look like they're fucking enjoying. Yeah, you're fuck doing out it for it. show. I just can't believe that. No, dude. It's like it's like when you're a te- you you first start getting into sex with your first girlfriend and you try all these positions before you realize there's only three good ones. <laughs> no, these guys were enjoying it because it's really difficult for dudes to fake enjoying shit. Like it's pretty obvious when they enjoy it. 
I just can't believe they're talking about this filth in, in J14. <laughs> <laughs> my my search history a long time ago. I was uh, searching to discover my own body, and I was uh, looking at a website that specialized in the pornographic videotapes. And uh, I came across the, uh, I'm not a big celebrity person, but I came across the uh, Kim Kardashian sex tape. And I watched it because whatever, she released it, so it's okay. It's not like it got like leaked. And I watched it and everyone was like, this tape sucks. But she's so encouraging during the video. She's just like laying back. They're not doing a lot. But she's she's really, she would be a fucking amazing, if if this whole career failed, she'd be a fantastic physiotherapist. Just being like, come on, baby, you can do it. Yeah. Oh, yeah, you're doing so good. It's James. the one thing that I like about her is that she's just super encouraging. <laughs> I love her. And I watched, I wanted to see the sex tape just to see. And there was just one scene where she's by the pool and she has ice cream. And she's like, baby, I got it all over me. And it was just literally, <laughs> it was incredible. Is that the director's cut? I didn't see the boring <laughs> eating ice cream part. The ice cream. I think it was before. I mean, I'm maybe the version. Of you, I'm gay, so I watched the before. Exactly. You watch the. You watch it for the story. Yeah, exactly. I, they were by the pool. You know what I mean. I didn't. I, I had to build up to the bedroom. But yeah, I just she's so glamorous. How does she go from skim shapewear to just slobbing on somebody's knob like that? It just. Tell me about your most awkward date. What's the worst or most awkward date you've ever had in your entire life? I went on a date with a girl at a bar, and then halfway through the date, she told me she was Orthodox Jewish and couldn't even hold hands with a man. <laughs> Didn't you end up sleeping with her? I did, that <laughs> night almost. One <laughs> of my great... I am so sorry to the Orthodox Jewish community, but hey, what can I do? <laughs> I wasn't in control of these powers at the time. She can't resist the used car salesman. I think I've told this story before, but my friend went on a date with a guy that whose number I gave her, and I was like... Because he asked for my number, and I was like, I don't want to date him. He's not my type. And she's like, well, I think he's kind of cute. So she gave him the number. I gave him her number. They started talking. They went on a date. And the entire date, all he did was talk about how his ex-girlfriend used to masturbate with food, specifically chicken wings, and asked if she would be interested. Oh. <laughs> talk about a dry rub. Hopefully it's a dry oh. rub, not a like a covered buffalo, in barbecue buffalo sauce. Buffalo spice. I mean, we're imagining a drumstick is what I imagine, <laughs> not a wing. That's not yeah. satisfying. She's, you like she's fucking dead now. That's how you died. She died. That's the same from, friend. Like, that, that's the same friend. That her immediate date after that was the guy that ordered the glass of milk at the bar when they went on on. The, like, See, she's fucking dead. That guy killed her. <laughs> Only serial killers drink whole fucking smash whole fucking milk in the middle of a bar. <laughs> she's fucking dead. If the chicken wing up the vagina didn't kill her, the fucking serial killer she dated afterwards will. Psycho killer. Don't you wish your girlfriend was a freak like me? You said you stepped on that. her toe earlier, um, Nikki. So I was like reading up on that song and 
Nicole Scherzinger told MTV News that the video was all about having fun. Busta Rhymes is pretty fat, man. Like, P-H-A-T. He is so much fun. He got fat. <laughs> He's so humble, and he just makes you feel good. When you're around him, you feel magical. The lyrics are, don't you wish your girlfriend was hot like me? But when you see the video, it's all about be- being who you are, having fun, and being confident, and feeling hot. Is it's she- not so much about looking hot, although looking hot is important. True! <laughs> she, uh, he got, he got, he, he was the originator of like, ga- like getting like, like, uh, what's it called? Swole. He got, he was really skinny for a long time. Then he got really muscular. It was like, he, he predated Dave Chappelle and getting disturbingly muscular. <laughs> oh, and, uh, Dr. Dre. Dr. Dre also True. got disturbingly muscular. This segment is the boy crazy segment, which has a bunch of irrelevant celebrities like Ryan Cabrera and people that we thought were hot back in 2006. It's funny because the quizzes in this magazine were super fucking lame. Uh, So I actually found a quiz that said, are you completely boy crazy? Do you want to take it? Yes. Okay. (laughs) This is from a Cosmopolitan magazine, which is much more scandalous and adult from uh, May. Oh, sorry. July of 2000. So I'm going to take this. You're going to take this quiz and we're going to add it up and we're going to figure out how boy crazy you are. Question number one. An hour before a Bud's birthday dinner, your latest fling asks you to go to a game his friend bailed on. You A, say later to the girls, you'd rather be getting mouth-to-mouth with the beefcake than ice cream cake. B, take a rain check on the game but offer to meet him after the party. Or C, say, are you kidding? This night is reserved for the girls. I would say B, and because I'm very moody. So I'm <laughs> like, let me play it by ear. Let me see how the night's going. Because just one wrong thing could happen that I'm told. My balls are in a knot. So I'm definitely a TBD type person, so B. Okay, B. You start climbing the walls and thinking you're an undesirable troll if you haven't had a date in <laughs> two that months. escalated. <laughs> <laughs> two months, but who's counting? One month or one week? Uh, I was so, I think it's asking how long it's been since I had a date, and it's been two months. And I, I broke quarantine to hook up with a guy. So every mm-hmm. time I coughed, I was like, COVID or AIDS. <laughs> so a is it going to be the two months but who's counting two months okay that was the question right yeah okay a cute guy walks in while you're raving about rage against the machine to your friends when he says that they suck you a tell him you can see where he's coming from but you dig the band b step onto your soapbox and extol the band's achievements and unique sound See cozy up to him and compliment his fine taste in music. You can sub out Rage Against the Machine for literally. If you're into Rage Against the Machine at this time, there's no way you're not going on like a 55 minute rant, (laughs) courtesy of Adbusters magazine. (laughs) Being somebody who's heard Rage Against the Machine, I'm gonna say A. How many people, or sorry, how many guy friends have you crossed the kissing line with? A, none. You'd never risk your friendships for some fooling around. B, it's more like how many haven't you? C, just two during Wild Nights Out. Um, I would say C, just because it's rare. I won't hook up with friends. And, and you know, I hate to say it, but a lot of friends find me attractive. And I have this <laughs> trick that when somebody likes me and I don't want them to like me, and I don't, I really play up the crazy. <laughs> that Convenient. always works. It works every time. Yeah, I. you know what? I don't. I don't fuck with friends either because I can't stay friends with exes. So if we like ended up breaking up, I'd be like, well, there's that friendship I lost. If you were a character on Sex and the City, you'd be A, Samantha. You're a full-time, no-holds-barred flirt. B, Miranda, you're fed up and you'd rather read a good biography than brave the bar scene. 
C, Carrie, you love boys, but not enough to make your whole world revolve around them. I am 5 million percent Miranda. And <laughs> so much. I am like not, I'm Mir- Mir- Miranda, like the rooster hair. I'm like the earth. <laughs> that is so me. So and yeah. I don't deny it. I'm such a Miranda. I'm, <laughs> I'm E, Mr. Big, if you know what I mean. In so much that I am full of empty calories and completely drunk. Between the ages of 12 and 17, the average teenager grows about 18 centimeters. Exactly the size of a Mr. Big. When you're this big, they call you Mr. Oh, fuck, I hated Mr. Big. Same. Wait, do they have Mr. Big chocolate bars in... In the U.S. or is that a Canada reference? I think those are Canadian. Ah, shit. Did you say Malamars? Is that what you no, asked? No, Mr. Mr. Big. Big. It's a chocolate bar in Canada. Sorry, everyone in America. Okay, next question. What video flick would you pick for a night in alone? A, Notting Hill. It's romantic and funny. B, The Sixth Sense. You've heard it has an incredible plot twist. C, The Beach. It might suck, but it's got a lot of shirtless Leo. Why would The Beach suck? I liked The Beach. I thought it was a good movie. Yeah, these- I thought it was boring as fuck. Who doesn't want to kill a bunch of scarf-wearing hippies? <laughs> <laughs> I should maybe give it a, a rewatch. I don't know. I, when I when I first watched it, I was bored out of my fucking skull. Oh, hippie Australians gonna eat my sharks? Fucking serve me up that as a fucking. <laughs> the only thing the only thing I liked about the beach was the song that All Saints did for it. True. So what is it? Are you Notting Hill, Sixth Sense, or the Beach? 100% B. That sounds like the most entertaining. The sixth sense. I see dead people. What's the <laughs> max number of dudes you've dated at once? Five or was it six? Three, but I don't make a habit of it. C, two for just a week, and that was pushing it. Um, I only like to disappoint one person at a time. So. <laughs> <laughs> and... At a work seminar, a six-foot-plus Adonis sits in front of you. You A, make clever comments during the lecture to get his attention. B, are annoyed that the jolly green giant is blocking your view. C, switch to a seat next to him and start accidentally bumping him with your foot and knee. Did you say Adonis? Adonis. 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 I thought you said a a donut. I'm like, what the (laughs) fuck are you talking about? (laughs) It's Adonis. (laughs) You know I love mispronouncing things. All of them. <laughs> I mean, knowing me, I'd probably say be. Compl- I love to complain. I'm not Jewish, but I really should have been. <laughs> Definitely complain that he's in my way. Um, and I don't. I don't really. I don't like to talk to guys. I like to guys to come up and talk to me. So I just sit at the bar and collect dust. Usually, <laughs> I just. I just sit at the bar and flash my Nala fuck me eyes. In <laughs> <laughs> more ways than one. <laughs> The Enrique Iglesias lookalike you've been seeing said he'd call and make plans for the weekend, but it's Thursday and the phone hasn't rung yet. You A, give him a mental sayonara. You knew you'd be salsaing alone any alone anyway. Might as well start now. B, leave a seductive message about what you want to do to him. C, secretly hope he calls, but don't let it stop you from making alternate plans. First of all, I have to tell you, I cannot stand Enrique Iglesias. <laughs> I don't get it. I don't get the mole. I never... <laughs> <laughs> I, I've, I've just, I've, I've never, he just seemed to me like the poor man's Ricky Martin. Sorry. <laughs> totally. I never like really understood his place and I always got them confused. I was like, wait, Ricky or Enrique? And I was like, wait, is that, is, is Enrique sucking a dick? No, that's Ricky. So it was very confusing <laughs> yeah. for me. 
Um, I would say just because of Enrique Iglesias, I wouldn't take the poll. I don't find him sexy. I find him annoying. And he actually moves to me like a little elf, James. So if you're gay, I think he's uh, Also, just be sure of the time you're sending that message. I once got a sex, sexy text from someone at like 8 in the morning when I was at work. And it was like, ew, I just I drank coffee and ate a bagel. Don't send me sex messages. He's still, Enrique Iglesias is still married to like Anna Kornikova though. They have like a really long running marriage. Really? Who? Yeah. Super boring fact, but whatever. Well, she's a tennis person. <laughs> she plays tennis. Uh, yeah, she's a, she was a tennis player. She's a not very talented tennis player. I mean. The sexy Russian girl? Is that? Yeah, she yeah, wasn't okay. that great at tennis. Okay, last question. Your bar MO is A, saunter around scouting out studs. No man's land, you're out of here. B, get in line for a drink and then do a subtle scan for guys. C, ignore the scene, make a beeline for the empty end of the bar and pray that your friend shows up soon. C, I, only because I hate being alone in a bar. I just, I, I just like, I'm not one of those people. I don't like eating alone. I'm very, I, I have a big fucking mouth as you guys gathered in there. <laughs> if I'm not talking to somebody, I'm talking to myself and then I'll look crazier. So, and then I'll scout the bar. Maybe, maybe a combination of C and A. Okay. Or I e, love going to the bar by myself. Drink like seven drinks to get over your no. social anxiety before you even go, and then get blackout <laughs> when you're there and say a bunch of things you don't remember until the next morning. And you're like, oh, why'd I say that? Oh, I wish. My I favorite, my favorite thing to do is to go to the keg around the corner from my apartment, and like sit at the bar by myself and get a bottle of wine and order an entire lobster and break it down right in front of everybody and turn men on that way. <laughs> That's like, what I do. Or like Madison from Splash, the mermaid, yeah. when she just like tears the lobster. Wow, <laughs> relatable references. One from 1985 and one a Canadian steak chain. <laughs> okay, Nikki, you guys are as wait. good as my Roberto Benini reference from 1999. <laughs> Guys, I really, really, really miss going out to bars. Dude, same. That's the first thing I'm going to do when bars open. Well, maybe not right away. Yeah. I went to a COVID. birthday yesterday in the park and drank and am bravely drinking again. So who's the real hero here? <laughs> okay, I got your points. I added them up. And you are a holding back honey. You want a fairy tale romance, but frankly, you're too laid back and listless to go for it. Rude. Well, Rude. <laughs> Well, Cinderella wannabe, you need to get out there and find your Prince Charming and meet a few duds along the way. Hey, you lazy piece of shit. <laughs> no one's expecting you to turn into a dating diva overnight. Start slowly, buy a new outfit, or get a seductive new do. You also need to quit playing Wallflower and work the scene a little bit. Join the office softball team or just cheer up. <laughs> Cheer on the others to boost your mingle meter. Ask to be set up. As you unleash your charisma and realize guys are just people, you'll find that meeting the man of your dreams isn't a fantasy anymore. Nikki looks shocked. <laughs> I have to give a copay for this for this interview right now. I mean, that, that, they really did cut me deep. And you know what? They're yeah. right. <laughs> <laughs> that was some tough love, man. Enjoy, enjoy your office softball team. <laughs> That's such a random suggestion. I mean, it's great for lesbians. <laughs> exactly. What the? Fuck? It is. I went out on. I I got two dates off of women when I went to went on to one of like the softball teams. Lesbians love softball. <laughs> yeah. So yeah, you're holding back, honey. And you know, I like that result actually. Although they were kind of rude, listless, like. They're basically saying you have no aim and you're just like waiting for people to come to you. 
which isn't a bad thing. They were a little salty, though. I was, like, not okay with that write-up of your personality. <laughs> I've only known you for literally, what, like, 45 seconds? <laughs> but I think it was a little harsh on you. Listen, I felt good about it until they put the suicide hotline at the end. I just... <laughs> <laughs> Paul, as always, as you know here, what I'm going to need is a little dialing music. Okay, there we go. Man, listen to that dial tone. We're ready to go tonight, aren't we? to go see a cat power show like a bunch of years ago and I, I i ended up not being able to go and apparently the concert was just her like standing in the middle of the stage and like cry singing it was really weird Sounds and like, my like sex tape um thank you guys for joining us for another issue of uh or episode of girly mags and yeah. we are so fucking pumped that nikki paris joined us Guys, you are very fun, and you're very beautiful. See, I thank you. I told you to say that. I'm paying her off. <laughs> I love you all. I, the three of you are so cute, and I love James, obviously, as as we know. And although I will not accept Nickelback if we if we do yeah. this, I, I don't, don't like Nickelback. <laughs> I don't want this being the fucking point of the show. Don't even start again. Don't even utter the words nickel. Don't even say dime or penny. Anything. <laughs> I love you guys so much, and I had so much fun being on here with you guys. And going back in time to simpler times when you didn't fall off the bike and I still had a car. So um, uh, you can check me out on Audible's new Pride special out now. It's called Coming Out Party, and it features stories from me, Tan Franz from Queer Eye, and a bunch of other cool people. I don't have. A I love Tan. Yes, yes, me too. So listen to the special, and you can follow me on Instagram at Nikki Paris Bitch. Or if you want to follow me, look at your local rest stop. Thank you. <laughs> you were you were just a you were a complete delight. We enjoyed you a lot. Yeah. If you want to follow me, I'll be picking up used, uh, mostly smoked cigarettes outside of a bus stop. <laughs> <laughs> thank you guys so much for joining us, uh, and thank you to our Patreon subscribers. Um, we- Patreon, 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 whatever. Adonis, Adonis, tomato, tomato. <laughs> Lainey Sanders, we got some new patrons this week. We got Lainey Sanders, Laura, Gabrielle, Bex, and Gina. So thank you guys so much. If you want to join thank our you. if you want to join our Patreon, we've got extra segments, magazine scans, merch, all kinds of fun shit. So check it out. Uh, girly Mags, it's on our Instagram. If you don't already follow us, girly mags, girly.mags on Instagram and girly underscore mags at on Twitter. Please rate and review us. It helps us a lot. And we love you guys. Bye. Yep. And 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 let's like let's. We let's already said bye. To Breonna Taylor. Yes. yes. Now. Yeah. Right now. <laughs> Great day to do so. Yeah. Wait, can you repeat beautiful that? Day. I was screaming. Oh no! I just said I'm like it's a really beautiful day to arrest the cops that murdered Breonna Taylor. Yeah. Defund the police. Defund the police. Bye. bye. They cost bye. a lot of money. Bye. bye.